And a lot of people, you know, tend to think that renovating is cheaper because the structure's already there. December and then January, we got a call from the North Light Boys saying, you know, they're about to start season two. You know, have we got anything coming up? And so Chris and I sort of just looked at each other and we're like, well, it kind of makes sense. Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In creating industry, exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Welcome to today's episode of Creating Australia. I am joined by both Chris and Crystal of Zoo Build. Welcome. Hi, Jessica. Hello. I understand that Zoo Build was established in 2012 and you are a husband and wife team. How did that start? Yeah, so I was a carpenter from 2006 up until 12. And then I started, obviously, at the business. started in 2012. Leading up to that, I was a carpenter. And then, yeah, I guess Crystal came on, when she came on board, I was struggling to keep up with the paperwork side of things. Mm. And you sort of, when you entered, it was just... After having kids and stuff. After having kids. Okay, so you were a carpenter and then did you actually start it as a business or was it sort of just a bit of like a a carpenter who then just gets thrown into business? Um, No, you have to to go through the process of getting your licence. After getting the licence, then it was, all right, well, now I've got a, a building business. Where do we go from here? I started on the more smaller scale jobs. Um, and then slowly as it went on, I sort of, we de- developed into the larger renovations. Mm. And, and that's then, probably when I sort of came yeah. into the mix as well. But then. you weren't really thinking design side of things no, back then, were you? No, and that's like, I was more, um, being that I was, had an admin background, mm-hmm. I was more like accounts, admin. And then, you know, Chris would get a bathroom reno and he'd be like, pick some tiles, pick some, you know, bathroom fittings whatever, whatever. In a sense, I forced you into it, didn't I? Yeah, and then, (laughs) you know, I was like, oh, I actually quite quite like doing this. Mm. And then we did our first reno together and I was like, oh, I'm actually not bad at this. So then, yeah, it kind of just evolved from there, really. Um, So what year was that first renovation? To say 2014-ish, I would would say. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Okay, so like two years later. We renovated our own home together, like our first home, and it took 10 years. And I sort of, I think the problem with that was that we renovated it while Chris was working as well. So that's more like a part-time renovation. Yeah, like weekends. It yeah. sounds like a typical build, typical yeah. builder's home. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so then, you know, I think with that renovation, my style had evolved. It was mm. like a combination of different styles because we were doing it over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. It sort of was the upstairs and, and ground floors were completely in, different in style yeah. because it was just such a long renovation. But then after that, you know, our, our first proper renovation where we did consistently um, was our Luana Street house together. And yeah, how long did that one take? Well, that was about six months from memory. Yeah. That's a bit less than 10 years. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the deal breaker with that one because I said if we buy another renovator, I don't want to be living through a renovation for 10 years. Yeah, it was treated as a client job. Yeah. Was and I was it. the client. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I guess that's just how it sort of all 
evolved. Like it's just been this evolution of, you know, admin, then accounts, then, you know, building and then design and then mm. and then it was created. It was born. <laughs> no, that's a really cool story. And you actually brought up an interesting point that I've never really thought about and the fact that, you know, these renovations, you can walk into those houses now where you can tell that something's been renovated over a decade or two mm. decades because every room is like a different taste style yeah. because we do develop as people. So it, yes. it's a really good reason to just yes. get in and get it done. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and that was the deal breaker with our next renovation was, yeah, like I said, we weren't going to do it over a long period of time while we were living there. Um, it was all or nothing. Um, and that included the exterior too. Yeah. So that was yeah. internal and external. And it happens also too because, you know, it's your home, right? And when you're working, like Chris went to work and would come home and then have to renovate. Yeah, I'd do a couple of hours of an afternoon and And by the end of it, yeah, he resented being there. He hated it because he never felt like he fully had a break from work. He yeah. was always working on something. So, yeah, that was the other reason why we said if we were going to do it again, it would have been all or nothing. Um because your home is where you want to come home to and not, you know, and relax and just enjoy, I guess. Um, so he needed that as well. No, that's very understandable. And mm. I definitely don't think I could live like that either. So <laughs> it's been about a decade since you started Zoo. Yeah. And you obviously had your renovations in Queensland Home Magazine, Domain, Interiors Attic, Better Homes and Gardens, and on House. And in addition to that, you've appeared on Ready, Set, Reno, Seasons 1 and 2, mm -hmm. and Open Homes Australia. And I actually watched Season 2 this morning, and it was very <laughs> fun to watch before doing this interview. You did a really cool house, and the things I took away is that you use grey, not white, in Queensland for yes. reflection. Um, <laughs> and it really had a great um, atrium and kitchen, which was awesome. Yeah. So you've definitely, you know, you've hit a peak. There's like, it's pretty awesome. Most yeah. people's dream to end up on one of those shows. Um, but what was it actually like having to work on screen? Yeah. I think it was, um, it's not what I'm used to. Uh, I'm not a camera person. You know, I'm the type of person that Crystal almost has to force me to smile in a photo. So yeah. being on camera and having to talk in front of a camera was quite difficult at first. Yeah. I have become a little bit better with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. Nudge, nudge. A hundred times better. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was stressful too because we had, we had to get it done within a certain time yeah. frame and and if we didn't, it almost like you felt like you, I was going to look foolish or we yeah. would look foolish if we didn't get it done. Yeah. Um, so very stressful, um, but very fun too. Like yeah. it was, um, you know, it's something that I think the girls will be able to look back at. Yeah. And, um, Your kids. Yeah. 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 Our, our two girls will be able to look at in, in the future and mm. have a bit of a laugh. And, yeah. And yeah, we have sold that house now. Yeah. Um, so it's good memories to, to watch it back now yeah. too. And it's always... You know, when you're renovating, you don't you, you forget like what you went through. Um, you know, you forget about the stresses and you know, sort of your your focus is the end goal. So it was really nice to watch it from an external perspective, like, you know, how it all unfolds and um yeah, I guess looking at it from the, the outside in um so yeah. how, did, how did it feel watching yourselves back did it feel like oh, it reflected the true so what happened and feelings do you think it captured that or do you think it was a bit of like a a very glossed version 
Um, no, I think it was um, fairly accurate. Yeah. It wasn't like... Um, it wasn't scripted or anything no. like that, which was good. Like, it was all quite natural. Um, and, you know, it's not like we were on the block or anything where it's all about the drama and, and all of that. So, you know, I think it was, you know, portrayed how it actually was, which was how good. Out, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. And that's definitely makes for then a good yes. memory to show your children because it's mm. something that you can actually be like, this is yeah. this is what happened. That's right. Yeah. No, it was good fun. So for anybody who is interested on being t- on TV, like how did you even come across that opportunity? Yeah. Oh, I'd have to say that was Crystal's yeah. doing. Yeah. So I guess we were following Michael and Carleen on Instagram for some time and she put a like an Instagram post up about, you know, their new show Ready Set Reno. Um and yeah, we just sent a little message to her and it sort of went from there. Um the North Light boys reached out to us and then um that was with season one and then with season two we had sort of kept in touch with the production team and we had just moved into our um Luana Street house and the intention was that we were going to stay there for a period of time and work out you know we wanted to live in the house before we renovated to work out what we wanted to do but I think we moved in December and then January we got a call from the North Light boys saying you know they're about to start season two you know have we got anything coming up and so Chris and I sort of just looked at each other and we're like well, it kind of makes sense, right, <laughs> to, to do so, yeah, our we, own. We moved in and then three months later we moved yeah. back out. So, so that we was moved fun. in in December and then moved back out in March Yeah, and moved back in in October. <laughs> so that season two was, number one, just good timing, yes. and two, you were obviously invited back, so you must have been a bit of a favourite yeah. with that crew. <laughs> must have done something right. <laughs> must have done something yeah. right. Yeah. You've done quite a bit of renovation. You've obviously mm. been on TV. Well, just now I'm the one doing the weird words. <laughs> um, so you've been on TV. You've got your projects in magazines. You know, what are your tips and tricks for renovating and I guess using a professional to renovate? Mm. Tips. I've got one. Yeah. Because I've lived first. through many renovations with Chris. And even Chris can be a DIYer at the best of times. The keyword lived through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, if you specialise in a trade, like um, I'll give an example of flooring because that's Chris's bane of existence, I reckon. Every time we do a reno, he's like, I'll lay the floors. And then it ends up being, you know, not a disaster, but it just takes him a lot longer than what it should. And it is quite stressful um, because he is such a perfectionist. So I guess if a trade specialises in something, let them specialise in that. Um, Yeah, so always, you know, try and hire a professional where you know it's going to get done in a timely manner and, you know, you sometimes you think it's going to save you money um, by doing it yourself, but it costs you a lot in time and, and sanity, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's probably one hot tip. Yeah, that's I think that's a great tip and I think it's it's true for a lot of things. Um, but obviously if you're doing a renovation, you need to be like honest with yourself about what you're wanting to achieve in the time and your skills mm. and where your energy is best put yeah. because we do have limited energy. Yes. Mm. And, yeah. you know. And I think that's one thing for us now where – where, like, you know, time is more valuable than money most of the time, especially nowadays. Um, you know, everyone is busy. 
so for us it's always it's a, it's been a learning curve for us to always just get someone else to do it if they are you know if they are a trained professional in it because it, in the long run it'll always end up being a quicker process and yeah a, a much more smoother process as well what about budgeting what's your how do you go about that what even is budget at the moment yeah budget's tricky when it comes to renovations um and a lot of people you know tend to think that renovating is cheaper because the structure is already there but um that that's not the case yeah um the fact is you know just to get to a point where you start from um i guess new yeah you you can't just you, know, you don't just tack on things on top. You actually have to rip things yeah, out yeah, before you right. can put things yeah. on. Um, yeah. So just to get it to a point where you would if it was new, there's yeah. a lot of work prior to that. Yeah, I think that's where a lot of the cost comes in. Then trying to get um, and then trying to fit new to old. Yeah, um, that adds a, another factor. Um, so yeah, ultimately renovating's a hell of a lot more expensive than than building new, mm. um, and. And there's heaps of surprises, like yeah. you said. Like you just don't know what's going to be behind the wall. Yeah. If someone's concealed asbestos, um, if there's whether termite the, damage, termite damage, whether the plumbing is, um, you know, adequate, electrical, um, it just starts adding up. Yeah. And I think, I think people who renovate, um, they should allow that certain amount of buffer. Mm. We always find that there's. Uh, the V word comes in, yeah, which is variations, um, and it's not because we we want that that mm. to, um, you know, that we've we've done that on purpose in any way, but it's just that we don't know what's behind the walls. Yeah, we don't know what we're going to find, um, and that somebody has to pay for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think any business really wants things to have variations or surprises. Mm. Everyone wants to go. Here's the job. Get the job yeah. done. Yeah, I, so right. it's yeah. it's definitely not about most businesses aren't built on variations no no and and we we don't make any money off variations it's a it's something that we don't like passing on um and sometimes we we will try and cover the the cost where we can but other times it's just not possible yeah um so yeah i guess renovating my tip would be um keep a little bit of contingencies away just for those things that that you can't see the unknowns yeah. No, I think that's a good tip. And talking about variations and unknowns, I recently worked with you both um, to obtain development approval for a new build, so not a renovation, a new build in Brisbane, um, so with Brisbane City Council. And obviously it's, it was a little bit of a challenging site because you had a small lot, flooding issues, and it was in a traditional building character overlay, which means that you have specific design criteria you need to meet. Mm. And this was, it's my understanding as well that you had, uh, this was your first time really going through that town planning process yeah. and you'd never had to really do it. And I also understand from lots of years of experience that that can be a huge mindset shift yeah. because town planning is not like building certification. It's not, no. you know, a flick. there's a lot of um, nuances that are yeah. specific to town planning and policy and yeah. dealing with government yeah. and politicians, really. Can you tell me a little bit about that experience. I know it wasn't always the easiest, but what I did really like about working with the both of you is that you kind of took on board the problems and didn't get emotional about it, at least to me, (laughs) at least to me, but you did, um, you know, we got a result. You helped us 
you know, assisted us to get the result. Yeah. You worked with it, um, yeah. even though there were a few curveballs thrown at us. Yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, as you we would start? know, <laughs> it was definitely not an easy process for us um, getting um, Zoo House through. Um, I think we were in council for nine, ten months, was it? It was a few months. Yeah. <laughs> we spent a bit of time together. Yes. Um, but, yeah, look, I think. It was definitely a learning experience, it wasn't was, it? It's yeah. a process that we've and never had to be through, we go through. also, I guess, tried to turn, like, the negatives into a positive. Um, so for us, you know, we had, like, the whole Undercroft area, which, you know, is now a positive. Um, you know, we couldn't. To, to build, you know, straight underneath the ground. Uh, like There's from, just a lot of rules when it comes to small lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and you know, land flow. <laughs> and we had a lot going against us. But, yeah, as you said, we we definitely, at every turn, we tried to turn a negative into a positive yeah. and, and worked with um, – what was sort of we were dealt with mm, that's um, right. and now you know there's not much that I would change no I think it all sort of it was all for the better good you know and yeah like in hindsight we have turned a lot into you know positives like stepping in up you know our upper level we've added skylights been able to add skylights downstairs mm-hmm. which will increase natural light down there um, which is a bit mind-blowing you've got skylights on your ground floor yeah, so a lot of people that's right. Look at it, and they sort of scratching their heads, yeah. thinking, "Well, how did that happen? You've yeah. got a ground floor with skylights, which yeah. is, you know, and that's because small lot code. You have to step, yeah, step your um, your external wall in, yeah, yeah, um, and after then, a certain height, yeah. So there was, you definitely took um, some of, you know, council are very prescriptive yeah. um, for sites like this. And on top of that, having the traditional building character overlay mm. affecting the site meant that, you know, whatever design you propose, council are always going to have their say. Yeah, that's right. And it's really funny at the moment that I'm trying to kind of get across to a lot of um, council assessment managers is the fact that most people are paying to have an architecturally designed house, yes. not a council designed house. That's right. Yeah. That's <laughs> so, it. you know, and there's a lot of balance in there, obviously looking out for the community and their legislation. Yeah. So... As the private town planner, we're definitely yeah. kind of stuck in the middle, but we I think we've worked together yeah. to get a result. And, oh, amazing um, result. If, and it's not a tick and flick, you know. I think any house is in a tick and flick sort of scenario. Everybody wants something different. Everybody's block is different. Everybody's scenario is different. Um, so, yeah, I think at the end of the day, there was many times where I thought, oh, my God, this is just way too hard. I'm We are just going to throw it all in but mm-hmm. so glad we didn't yeah. yeah no and if anybody can hear some hammering and noise in the background that's because we are doing this interview on site <laughs> so the house is being built <laughs> and it is going to be amazing yes yeah well thank you so much for joining me today um chris and crystal very lovely tv names matching <laughs> they flow very well yeah. um how can people contact you if they wish to yeah um, well, they can just go to our website, obviously, or through our Instagram um, or through Facebook as well. And so the spelling of your business is Z-O-U, build. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica. Thank you, Jessica. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Creating Australia. Don't forget to subscribe and join us on our socials to keep updated on our latest content. On Creating Australia, I love talking about everything to do with people, property and development. 
So if you have something you'd like me to explore, let me know by searching Creating Australia on Instagram or searching Jessica Reynolds on LinkedIn. 